Welcome to the Christ-Centered Journey Devotional, a ministry of christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. I'm your host, Pastor Dan Shipton, and here's today's devotional. Welcome to today's uh, Christ-Centered Journey. Uh, we are continuing in Chapter 9 of John. Yesterday we talked about a man who was blind, who was healed by Jesus. We talked about the fact that a lot of his healings were done for a witness. And we know they got the attention of the Pharisees, and we're going to see today how that last miracle got the attention of the Pharisees once again. Uh, remember, the man was going through town. People were asking who did this, and he said Jesus did it. Um, I don't know where he's at. Uh, the Pharisees say in verse 13 of chapter 9 of John, They brought to the, to the Pharisees the man who had been blind. Now the day on which Jesus had made the mud and opened the man's eyes was the Sabbath. Therefore the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. And he replied, The man put mud on my eyes, and I washed it away, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God. He does not keep the Sabbath. But others asked, How can a sinner do such miraculous signs? So they were divided. Finally, they turned again to the blind man. What have you to say about him? It was your eyes that he opened. And the man replied, He is a prophet. The Jews still did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they sent for the man's parents. Is this your son? they asked. Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that he now can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was blind, born that way. But how can he now see, or who opened his eyes? We don't know. Ask him. He's of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For already the Jews had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Christ would be put out of the synagogue. That was why his parents said, he was of age, ask him. A second time they summoned the man, who had been blind. Give glory to God, they said. We know this man is a sinner. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind and now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do? How did he open your eyes? And then, he answered again, I've told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you not want to why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples also? Then they hurled insults at him, and they said, You are this fellow's disciple. We are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this fellow, we don't even know where he comes from. The man answered, Now that's remarkable. You don't know where he comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners. He listens to the godly man who does his will. Nobody has ever heard of opening the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could not do anything. To this they replied, you are steeped in sin. Sin from birth. How dare you lecture us. And they threw him out. Jesus heard this, and that they had thrown him out. And when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe. And Jesus said, You have now seen him. 
In fact, he is the one who's speaking to you. Then the man said, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I have come into the world, so that the blind will see, and those who see will be blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard him say and asked, What? Are we blind too? And Jesus said, If you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now you claim that you can see, and your guilt remains. Jesus has shaken things up once again. And once again, we see this healing is done on the Sabbath day. It shakes people up. And Jesus is really there. These, I love this conversation with these people. Because the Pharisees are there saying, It's the Sabbath. He can't heal. He must be a sinful man. And they ask, "This I know what it is. It's not even the man that we think it is. This isn't the man who was blind. And so they ask his parents, Will you identify him? Is he your son? And his parents say, uh, yeah, he's our son. And then when they say, well, who healed him? How can he see? They don't want anything to do with it because they don't want to stir up trouble for their family. But they say, you go ask my son. He's of age, answers for himself. They don't want a part of it. And when they ask the man, I love this conversation because the man spiritually puts them in their place. This is a witness of God. They say, how could a man do this on the Sabbath? How could he heal you? And the man looks at him and says, well, if he's not from God, how could he heal me? I've been blind since I was born. Nobody's ever able to do that unless God does it. He acknowledges and praises God. And that's what they wanted. But what they were wanting was him to condemn Jesus. You know, I want to encourage you today to understand. Jesus is doing something in his ministry. He's trying to let people know he is the Lord over everything. He's got the power to heal. He's got the power to save souls. And he's got the power to give us hope. And it doesn't follow the laws of man. Yes, the Sabbath law was given from God. But man had corrupted the law. They had taken the law that Jesus or that God had given in the Old Testament and they added so many things to it. They were mad because Jesus picked up a little mud and put it on the guy's eyes. They were mad because the guy went and washed on the Sabbath. They were mad later on because Jesus' disciples were breaking a couple of pieces of grain to eat. Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. He's Lord over the rules of the Bible because he is God in flesh, God incarnate, Son of God, Christ our Lord. And this man, who was blind, could now see. And it was done, not because of sin, if we go back to our last study, but because it was a witness for God. Jesus is Lord, and he wants to be Lord of all of your life. A Lord of all of my life. To be Lord of our lives means we got to put him first. That means we study his words and what he taught and how he lived and try to emulate him and do what he wants. To be Lord means, yes, we still follow the rules of the Bible. But we don't use the rules to beat other people up like the Pharisees are doing. We use it to lift other people up with hope that Jesus came to save them. If you don't have that hope this morning, I hope today or today, if you don't have that hope, I hope that you can get the hope of Christ. I hope that you can put your faith in him and know he's with you. May God bless you today on your journey. If you're struggling to know who Christ is, please don't hesitate to contact us. We have a prayer 
line on our website, ChristCenterCommunity.org. There's a spot where you can leave prayer requests. It's sent directly to me. Nobody else sees it unless you want me to share a prayer request with others. Send it to me. I'll pray for you. If you have questions about faith, you can still put it on that prayer line, and I'll get back to you. I'll, answer, I'll try to answer your questions if you have them. ChristCenterCommunity.org, or you can personal message me on Facebook um, through the church personal messaging, and I'll get it, and I'll try to respond to you as soon as possible. May God bless you on your journey with Christ this weekend. Thank you for joining us for today's Christ-Centered Journey Devotional, a ministry of Christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. We meet Sundays at 1020 and go online live at YouTube and Facebook at about 1030 each Sunday morning. For more information on our church or how you can help us financially, please visit ChristCenterCommunity.org. May God bless you on your journey with Jesus.